Hello and welcome to Rogue Business with me, your host, Rasheen Hawley. This podcast is all about embracing the unconventional when it comes to running a business, even when things are a little bit unpolished. My mission is to help you learn about leadership, autonomy, scaling, systems, everything that you need to stay true to your values and make bank in the process. If you're seeking a fresh perspective on success without compromising who you are, what you do and the magic behind your business, this podcast is for you. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Rogue Business Podcast. My name is Ro, and I am excited, nervous, anxious, all the things about coming back onto the podcast today. It's actually the first recording for 2024 that I'm doing. Um, so yeah, with the first recording that comes for the new year, there's actually a lot of change for me. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of vulnerabilities and there's going to be probably times in this episode um, where I might be tripping over my words, but like, let's be real, that's a lot of the time. Um, but you might hear some trepidation in my voice. And the reason is, is that it's a big change for my life right now. I have sold my gym. So for those that may have been hanging around for a while and listening to this podcast, um, or for those of you that are new, I have sold my gym, Barbell Babes Brigade, here in Melbourne, Australia. Um, I've owned my gym for eight years now, and I made the decision and went through all the logistics of the selling piece um, at the end of 2023. And yeah, there's been a lot of things that have come up in the process of selling my gym, which um, I'm still in the middle of a lot of stuff, um, logistics-wise. There's still a few pieces that are happening, um, and emotions-wise and feelings-wise, I'm definitely still experiencing and processing a lot of stuff around what happened, how it went down, um, you know, closing a massive chapter of my life. Uh, but I do feel comfortable enough to be able to come up and speak about this particular topic. Um, but there will be times over the next kind of podcast, I would say over the next six months in particular, where I'll be breaking into more detail, but today's podcast is not about that. But I wanted to pre-frame this event that's happening in my life because I think it's so relevant to the topic of what we're going to talk about today. So the topic of today's podcast is all about expecting your stuff to come up when you're living on the absolute edge of your comfort zone. And that's exactly what this process of selling my gym has been. That's been my current edge of my comfort zone. So again, I'm not going to go into too much details, but I'm going to kind of lay out some scenes because it is relevant. So end of last year, um, I made the decision to sell my gym. And it was, I mean, you know, whether you know much about my story or you know much about my community or my gym, like it's an eight year business. It's an eight year gym and community. So there was obviously a fucking hard component of actually making that decision. Um, and I have negotiated contracts. I've got a new buyer that's purchased the gym. I'm in the process, the final process of transitioning that over to the new, the new gym owner um, and the new community that's coming into the gym. So there's still bits and pieces moving around, um, but there was a lot of stuff that came up personally, emotionally with that decision. Um, and the decision itself, like I wouldn't have made the decision if I didn't feel ready, comfortable, or like it was the right decision for my life. Um, but 
you know, I've got, I had a community of a hundred people that have embedded their lives of my business into their lives and vice versa. And with that, there was a lot of emotion attached to it for everyone involved. Um, and getting to the decision of selling my gym, the hardest part was not the logistics, not the decision for myself, because I knew that it was the right decision for me, but it was how it was going to impact other people. So for my life, um, you know, with the podcast that I do here, with the work that I do with business owners, that is my future now. Um, I've been running two companies. So I've had Barbell Babes Brigade, which is my gym. Um, that's been running for eight years. I've been in the industry for 10 years. So prior to being a gym owner, um, I was in a commercial gym and then I made the move to open my first gym and then I opened my second gym, um, second location, I should say. But I've been running, you know, mentoring and consulting business for the last four years also alongside that business. So um, I've, you know, over the last, couple of years in particular, like this is, this is the work that I really love. I love working with business owners so that we can, you know, facilitate huge impact for their businesses, which really, really helps to, um, you know, access to other communities. The work that I do with business owners is where my future is lying. And I've known that for a very long time. Um, and I don't think it's any surprise to, to many people that, you know, the work that I'm doing and, you know, the, the thoughts that I'm, I'm sharing with you guys and, and the conversations that I have online and, and the people that I connect with, like that is, that is the work for me. Um, I really love it. I really, really love business and I love being able to create businesses with business owners that facilitate so much change, not only just for communities, but also for um, themselves, the business owner. So for me, to make that decision around where my future was going, like I knew that it was the right decision for me and my family and also my community. I knew that that was a good decision. Um, although, you know, it, it brought up a lot of pain for so many people. I knew that it was the best decision for the future of where that was going because my interests are wanting to go elsewhere. My whole body's wanting to go into consulting and, and business strategy and things like that. Um, so for me, like I got to the decision. I knew that it was the right decision for me, right? But... With that, the biggest thing that was not necessarily holding me back, but the biggest thing I had to work through in this decision and stretching myself to my absolute limit was all the thoughts and feelings that would come up about me and being able to sit and hold throughout that. Oh, man. Okay, so, you know, when I think about selling my gym... I didn't close down. I didn't close my doors because we were doing bad. I didn't choose to sell or close down because things were awful. Um, you know, best financial year to date, um, metrics, numbers, track, tracked metrics, all of that kind of stuff, improving, growing, all those, all those things, right? Um, and I effectively chose to sell my business to a buyer when we're at the height of our game. And I prefer to make decisions like that. Well, I prefer now to make decisions like that. So I'm gonna quickly speak about the tipping point. So for a lot of business owners, there's a way of operating about, you know, there's a way of operating where we have a problem, we come up with a solution and then we, you know, make that change. So it's constantly like, here's the problem, these are the options, here's the solution, let's choose a solution and then let's go and attack it. So it's always like moving reactively to make a change in business. 
Now, I absolutely operated like that for so many years in business and will still operate in a way where it's like, this is the problem and this is the solution that needs to happen. But the way that I think about business now and where I'm at in my business life is that I'm really good at business. I can create outcomes in a service-based fitness business, not necessarily relatively easily, but I know how to make outcomes be achieved. You know, I know how to um, figure out what to do with our numbers. I know how to generate more revenue. I know how to lead generate. I know how to, you know, do all of these core components in a fitness business. Um, and I we, we could have kept moving in that space, but I just knew in my hardest of hearts and my truest of self that it was a good time for me to move on and make that decision for my life, right? And so I chose to sell when we're at the height of our success and doing that and selling in that space versus my shit is up against a wall and we're doing really poorly. Like that took a lot to really come to that conclusion myself um, and to really like allow those thoughts and feelings to come up and to say, where do you actually want to go in the next two, three, four years? And you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that the specifics of where I want to go in the next couple of years, I don't know. Um, but I do know that overall, I want to continue to work with business owners because with business owners, because that's the work that is really purposeful for me now. And that's my biggest impact. So I would prefer to make changes in my business when I have all my faculties, when I have you know, all my power, all my strengths. And when we're doing well, like I don't want to make decisions when it's like, fuck, I have to do this because we're doing poorly. And so I knew that with me making a decision out of that space, out of my values, out of my lifestyle, out of, you know, the things that are important for me in the future for myself and my family, like that's not necessarily going to be something that other people can get around, or that's not going to be necessarily something that is understood. Um, and I had to really like sit in that. And when I sat in that, I knew that there was going to be so many mixed emotions that came up. And the biggest things that I have struggled with through this process is it really triggering some of the biggest fears and some of the biggest patches of discomfort that I have. And when we are moving to our fucking outer limit of our comfort zone, like you have to expect that your stuff is going to come up. So I like to explain it to business owners as like there's discomfort and then there's like gut-wrenching, fucking hand on your heart, sweaty palms. This feels fucking awful. And they're entirely different because I think that when we talk about, you know, moving out of comfort into discomfort, discomfort can still be relatively palatable. And I think that people will get confused with their comfort zone and think, oh, I'm pushing out of my comfort zone, but they're actually still within a really palatable version. Whereas when you actually know that you're stretching to your fucking limit of what you actually think you can handle, there's an actual question of whether you can handle it. That to me is stretching to your limit. And when I have sold my gym and going through this process, it's been that. Like I'm stretching to the limit of what I actually think I can handle. And there was many times over the last couple of months where, you know, I said it out loud and I wrote in my journal and recorded voicemails for my own self. Like there were so many times where I was like, I actually don't think I can handle this. There was tears, um, you know, so many raw emotions. And I just have, 
I remember saying multiple times, like, this is fucking cooked. Like, I actually don't, I don't know if I can get through the next day. And the stuff that was coming up that was really triggering, attacking, bringing up the biggest things for me was this feeling of being misunderstood, being disliked. Um, Yeah, like really being misunderstood. And that has been something that I've had to work through and sit with over the last couple months. And it's been a lot. I remember through the process of this, um, I'm looking at my bookcase to the right. I remember going to my bookcase when it was going down. I was like, I need, I was trying to clutch at everything. You know, I was trying to clutch at everything to ground me through this process. Um, And I picked up a book of The Courage to Be Disliked. And I started reading the first page. And I remember reading that first page. And I was just like, this is fucking hogwash to me now. And it's a great book. But I remember reading that first page and being like, these words are actually fucking empty for me now. Because what I read in a book, what I write in my journal is fucking safe. And the safety of those pages is absolutely nothing when it feels like your public enemy, number one. And that's what it has felt like through this process because I'm effectively, you know, I'm making a decision for myself that I feel really true and really grounded with, but it does impact people. Um, And with the impacts of people, um, people are going to think and feel whatever they want to about me. And I can't control anything like that, nor do I want to, because that's someone's personal experience, right? But my job is to be able to sit and hold and live through that experience while still operating and living in a way that feels true to me. So the stuff as I'm in this like gut-wrenching outer limit of my of my zone of just capability, my zone of tolerance, like there was questions around, can I actually tolerate this? Can I actually deal with this? And to be quite frank, like if I didn't have my support network, if I didn't have my, you know, friends, my mentor, my, my husband, my, you know, business friends, like all of these different people that I have in my life, I do not think I would have been able to get through it. And that's because this has felt like the hardest part, the hardest stretch of my life. And I was saying to someone, like it actually feels way fucking harder than COVID because when we were operating through COVID, like my business stayed open, my gym pivoted online. We did a lot of that kind of services that didn't necessarily, like it felt awful and there was a lot of logistics, but it didn't feel as bad as this because everyone was experiencing that shared pain. Whereas for me, like it felt like I was only experiencing my version of my shared pain, of my pain, I should say. And that felt very isolating. That felt very, very heavy. That felt like I just, like I felt like a spotlight was on me, right? And so when I was moving through this and when I was, going through the process of telling people and, you know, um, communicating the information and stuff like that, being misunderstood and being disliked and being the bad guy has been the biggest thing I've had to fucking deal with in a very, very long time. And, you know, in the process of holding being misunderstood and being disliked and being the bad guy, there were so many things that I wanted to do to, feel like people understood me and my reasons and my decisions and my taking action or my lack of taking action or whatever it might be. But I realized that responding in those ways was just, it was just a response so that I didn't have to feel that feeling of being misunderstood. You know, I wanted to say the things that I wanted to say or defend myself or justify myself, but all of those things that I wanted to do 
That was all because I didn't want to be disliked. That was all because I wanted people to understand me. But the reality is, is that even if I had done those things, like one, that doesn't actually feel really good for me. That just feels like I'm on, I'm on the fucking defense, right? And I don't need to defend my decision. Like I don't feel... It's not that I don't feel bad, like, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I don't need to go on defense mode because this is my business and this is decision that I've made. But I can also acknowledge that it was extremely painful for a lot of people involved. But to go into that space of explaining and defending and blah, 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 like that doesn't feel good for me because then it's almost like I'm saying that I feel guilty about it when I don't. Like, I feel a lot of a lot of things around you know selling the gym and it's a big chapter of my life that's closed down but ultimately I do still know that it's the right decision for my future so when I sit in that and when I really yeah like when I've truly fully like ground myself in that energy and in that in those thoughts I actually have to work more on sitting with being misunderstood and being disliked. And that's been really hard. Um, And, you know, to work through that, it's challenged me to really, really, really anchor into who I am as a person, really anchor into how I operate, really anchor into my strengths and my weaknesses, really anchor into who am I as a business owner and how am I perceived? And is that true to me? And it's been like an echo chamber of personal development development in the last couple of months. Um, and that's something that is a real opportunity. Like that's not something that we get all the time. And so in this case of stretching to that fucking outer limit, it's been quite literally awful. But in the same token, it has been a real opportunity that I've really sat in. And I thank the way that I've experienced it over the last couple months because I feel like now I can hold a lot around being misunderstood and being disliked and being the bad guy. And I don't revel in being in those things, but you know, this is this is a part of business. This is a part of being an entrepreneur. This is a part of making decisions for your business and your life when it does impact people. When you're in a service-based industry, you're going to impact people. We work with humans, but you've got to just, Think that every time that you're making a decision, are you stretching to the discomfort circle or are you stretching to that outer fucking limit? And when you are in a space where it's like, I actually don't know if I can tolerate this, that's a pretty big green flag that you're in your your window of tolerance is really fucking dicey. And like throughout this whole process, you know, I did a lot of voice recordings on my phone. I don't think I'll ever do anything with them, but they were really to help me process. I did a through a few recordings. Um, like if I were to listen back, it will be wild to listen back because like this misunderstood, this being disliked, this, why do people think I'm this way or whatever it might be? Like it's, it's real and raw. And so when you're moving into your business and you're moving into something that's going to really stretch you, I'm going to tell you that when you are stretching past your current capacity, it's going to bring up some stuff, whether it's being misunderstood, whether it's, you know, people, people judging you, whether it's giving you a particular label, um, whether it's revealing some shadow parts about yourself and you've got to step into them. Like 
it's not the nice stuff. It's not the fluffy personal develop development courage to be disliked. Like I now see that book as very fluffy. Like this has not felt fluffy. This has felt gut-wrenching. And with where you are in business and where you are with making decisions for your business, when you're looking at the logistics of, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And here's the plan. Here's the roadmap. Here's we're going to reverse engineer. I want you to really fucking sit in that internal piece of like, truly, how is this going to challenge my shit? What are the things that I think about myself? What are the worries that I have? What are the fears that I have? And how will this be revealed? It's not that it will potentially come up. It will fucking be revealed. And for me, this just craving to want to be liked and be like understood all the time has been something that I've had to really sit in that, you know what? Like people are going to see you as this way. People are not going to get it. People are going to misunderstand and people are going to label you X, Y, Z. And your job is to be able to hold that. And your job is to be able to sit in who you are and how you feel about yourself and how your closest people feel about you and be grounded about that. And so, yeah, playing, not playing, but being perceived as the bad guy and being perceived as, yeah, just all the awful things that one could say. It's like I am all those things too. You know, and this is shadow sides and this is integrating all sides of yourself because no one is only happy, positive, sunshine things. Everyone has all shades of the spectrum. And the more that we can sit in those parts of ourselves, integrate those parts of ourselves and and bring it up and not avoid it, the better we put ourselves in a position when we're stretching and when we're going to that fucking tolerance level where we're like questioning it, that is what's needed for you to be able to handle it and hold it and move through it. Um, And my fucking phone is a treasure trove of personal development for myself over the last couple of months. And it's pretty, it just, like, I don't even think I'm going to listen to any of those things anymore because it's, it just is like so gross, but expect your stuff to come up. Expect your biggest fears to come up. Expect your biggest worries to be, revealed expect your parts of yourself that you try and hide to be highlighted because when you're at that limit it's gonna happen thank you so much for joining me for this episode now if you loved what you heard please make sure you rate and review take a screenshot share it to your socials and tag me in it so i know what you're listening to and let's really make sure that we can get these episodes out to people that need it business owners that need to be build robustness Um, to keep doing the things that we love. Now, I just wanted to take the time to let you know how you can work with me currently. Now, we're coming up to February 2024, um, and I have got two spots available for a four-week intensive business audit. Now, this is going to be a really hard and fast month where we basically will go through an, an unveiling of where your business is at. My eyes and ears will be on absolutely everything in your business so that we can see the things that are working, the things that aren't working, the 
potholes to fill, the opportunities to expand on. And by the end of those four weeks, we'll be having not just a clear plan, not just a really robust strategy on what to move through, but honestly, like some really thought-provoking conversations because that's when strategy actually pops. So I have got the link. I'll put it in the bio um, for this particular episode. Send me a DM. Let's have a little bit of a chat and see if it's right for you.